0: Okay, so let's find out how uh, how things are going with you and Beagle. Five. Okay. Okay, so on a four to six, you're on good terms with the ally, and they're likely to help you. But any roll less than a six incurs consequences as appropriate to the position, which could relate to your past with the ally, the ally's current situation, or something unrelated to the ally. So how are you? So I guess maybe Beagle is one of the people working at this checkpoint. Yes. And how how do you reach out to them?
1: You know what? I already had called him. I was telling him that we were gonna be passing through. Uh I you know that he was saying that things weren't gonna go great for me, you know, but you're kinda of working at a checkpoint now. So let's let's reconnect when I roll on through. I wanna I'm not teaching rich kids anymore. I got a couple I got a couple real real spunky, you know, guys with some potential I wanna want them to meet.
2: OK,
0: so with that in mind, uh, you are going to have a controlled consequence. What would be a good controlled consequence here? I know what it is. So I'm going to put a clock on the board. And that is going to be we'll do a four tick clock and it'll be called observers. And basically, when that clock fills, You have been located. So Beagle is able to, you know, like direct attention elsewhere to let you pass. But someone has picked up that he has been communicating with someone who is not part of the cult of Earth found someone outside of the organization. And so there's a suspicion growing that there might be something afoot since you aren't uh, coming clean. All right. Hey, Uh, of course, you can always resist consequences if you want, which will cost you if you're resisting consequences from a vehicle action, that'll cost you quirks. But if you're resisting consequences from a pilot action, that costs you stress.
1: I don't feel like resisting this. I feel like I'm going to, you know, Kodo, uh, gamble. We just got to get through this quick. My guy's going to just let us roll through. He knows we're bringing some doctors through. It's no big deal
0: old war buddy did you say you wanted to resist this or no what's the yeah you know what what is the yeah sure i'll resist it okay so the cost is going to be four quirks minus whatever your vehicle attribute is that applies to the situation i think that in this situation it is probably going to be expertise as you try and hurry things along so what's your expertise rating? Oh, my expertise rating, that is, how do I calculate that? It's the number of different actions under that attribute that you have at least one point. I have, so it's three. You have three actions that you have, three different actions that you have points in, or you have three? Three
1: ticks, so it's only
0: two actions that I have points in. Okay, so your expertise rating is two. So it's going to cost you two of your four quirks if you choose to resist this. These are my vehicle quirks yes they are and once they're all used then your vehicle breaks down for the mission ooh
1: okay gotcha
0: i'm going to u- i'm going to use my
1: utility my utilitarian design you know it's it's very unassuming an unassuming robot and i'm using my complicated controls
2: okay
0: all right so um yeah, so you make use of those, and uh, tell tell me how you avoid the uh, people, the observers potentially picking up on your co- your conversation with Beagle using uh, these quirks.
1: Okay, so uh, the conversation with my complicated controls, and they're complicated because it's an old school military rig that we've got these. We've got these certain channels uh, and I know that Beagle's got his fitted as well. All right. We, we all kind of all of all, they all, all the old DFS pilots, they all got them. So I'm flipping over to those station. I'm just going to Beagle. Hey, uh, me, my, me and my crew, we're, we're about to move on through. You got this cover for us, right?
0: Yeah, sure thing.
1: Yeah. It's been a while since we've talked on this channel. hasn't. You still owe me money. What? Yeah. Oh, I owe a lot of people money, but look, I'm about to, Hey, you know, I said I was bringing doctors through. Yeah. I, I'm doing that. I've got something else going on too. I'll hit you up on the way back.
0: You better. Good I luck. I will.
1: Yeah. yeah. Wish me luck. My luck's your luck, you know?
0: <laughs> we'll see. Okay.
3: All right. I like how he wished you luck. And then you asked again for him to wish you luck. You want to <laughs> double luck. Double luck. You. Double luck. You can never
1: have. I'm a very superstitious fellow. It's an old DFS thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's code. It's code. It's code. Also, I liked. I like that you hit him up on the CB. Yeah, yeah. It's totally what it is. <laughs> Got to get. We get real close. <laughs> All right. So while uh, Pops is doing this, uh, what are Koto and Gamble up to? How are you two helping the uh, convoy make its way to Hollinton?
3: So I think me personally, I have this like old loader looking mech and, you know, I'm obviously worried about the visual of, you know, us coming through regardless of the, the, oh man, the fog bank thing. So I, uh, I feel like I might've like grabbed some sort of like old scrap that we had that looked like a big container or something that would almost look like, Oh, they got this loader here to carry this giant crate down the behind them. And so, and of course, Kodo's up in the sky. So the only mech
0: that looks like it could be protecting them would be uh, uh, pops. Uh, Actually that, that is something I wanted to ask. So what, so we sort of allied what the fog bank thing is during the engagement role. So what does it actually look like now that it is in use? It's obviously working well, considering you got a controlled position.
4: It's what it is. Is it's creating um, static and noise on people's non-visual scanning devices.
0: Okay. Okay. So they're just sort of like, I guess, essentially a fog bank on like their radar and stuff. Correct. Okay. Great. Okay, so gamble you're you're hauling along an empty cargo container, or at least maybe it's empty. Maybe it's got stuff in it. We'll see. Guns. Yeah, uh, I'm guessing the point of this is so that you sort of uh, look like a very non-threatening convoy if anyone does see you. Um, so, what do you want to roll to uh, get everyone moving ahead?
3: Would that be?
0: Would that be like a a prowl? No, because that prowl is a pilot. Action. Oh, I need to do
3: vehicle match. Okay, okay. Yes. So I think um, I mean it would either be maneuver or manipulate.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it would depend upon whether you want to emphasize the um, your vehicle moving along the road and moving the convoy along, or if you want to try and emphasize the fact that it's carrying stuff.
3: I think I want to emphasize the carrying stuff.
0: Okay, so then like, that'll be that'll be manipulated in that case. Like, oh, right, look at me! I got these big forklift got hands. This
3: big crate. <laughs> all right, it's only one d6, so this might That's... be where things go down.
0: Well, before you roll, something to remember is that if you want more dice on an action roll, you have three options for that. The first is that you can push yourself. If you're taking a pilot action, that means you spend two stress, if you're in your vehicle, you spend one quirk and describe how you take advantage of that quirk. This will give you an additional die or improved effect. The next option you have is that you can get an assist from one of the other pilots. That pilot will need to spend stress equal to the number of connections they have with you, and then they provide you with that many benefits. A benefit might be an extra die, improved effect, or improved position. The last possibility is that you can take a collateral die. Now, a collateral die is a guaranteed consequence. It happens no matter what you roll, but it does give you an extra die or extra effect. So do you want more dice for this roll?
3: So I do have a cork that is slow and heavy. And so I feel like I can use that cork to my advantage to help sell this. Oh, he's carrying this giant full grate, and he's just a loader, not a
0: fighter. Yeah, okay. So mark that off.
3: Right. And and heavy come used. on. I'm a loader, not a fighter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll let, that's a free one. I, was a, I appreciated that one. Okay.
3: All right. So I rolled two dice. My highest is a four.
0: Yeah, okay. So this was going to be um, a controlled standard roll. Um, so the four, you're gonna you're gonna succeed, but you're gonna get a controlled consequence. So again, I'm gonna I'm gonna mark this observer's. Is that what I want to do? No. So actually, what the consequence here is going to be? I'm gonna I'm gonna move everyone's position from controlled to risky with this, not because of anything any particular failure of gambles, but Koto can see from the air. That there is a skirmish that has like flared up, and it is moving closer towards the convoy. You're not go- you're not its target. It doesn't even know you're there, thanks to the fog bank, and you're uh, taking alternate paths. But potentially, it could stumble upon you all. So you are now going to be in a risky position for going forward. But you're almost to Hollington. So Koto, what are you going to do? as you see this uh flare up coming towards them you don't necessarily have to address it directly you could be doing something else
4: well um obviously i'll let them know that something uh is on their uh on their nine so uh don't chat it up too much um let's keep it moving i don't want to engage with that
0: understandable
4: you're like you, you noted <laughs> uh I want to use I think a uh a scan from above to just kind
0: of make sure that the ahead of the road is clear okay okay all right yeah so this will be as I said risky at this point with that with that flare up down below you there's always the chance that they might notice you since uh, as as established you can still see uh vehicles even if sensors don't show them and you're in the air so you're kind of noticeable compared to the others who are traveling through the hilly territory so you said you wanted to roll scan uh this will be risky standard so uh Oh, before you roll, do you want to push yourself? Do you want to get an assist from one of the other two, or do you want a collateral die so you have extra dice for this
1: so I will throw th- I will throw this out there kodo that so one of my abilities that so you guys know if you want to call upon it I'm a tactical genius all right <laughs> <laughs> all right so. Two times per
4: mission. You, you always say that.
1: I do. You know it. So I'm like, so two times per mission, though, I can assist you without paying stress. So keep take that to the bank.
4: Part of me feels like we're going to need that later. Okay.
1: <laughs> My favorite thing to do in role-playing games that have any sort of resource management is like to burn through it as fast as
4: possible. <laughs> All right. I I'll leave it to you then. <laughs> I can see that. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to use the narrow, the fact that I have a very narrow frame to, uh, you know, I'm you, you can, if you're, if you're in the middle of a fight, um, you're not looking for me. You're looking for something with big guns barreling down on you. And, uh, you know, I'm part of uh I, I could be mistaken for uh, someone scanning the area with drones or something like that.
1: OK, big, OK. A
0: big drone. All right. So uh, that will so mark off that you've used your narrow frame quirk. Yep. Uh, and then that will give you the extra die that you want. So that'll be risky standard, rolling, I believe, 2D6 for your scan.
4: 2d6. Let's go. Roll. That's four. Four.
0: Okay, Okay. so you will get a risky consequence, but you succeed. So you managed to map out a path that sort of weaves its way between the the flare-up and the checkpoint that you're purposefully avoiding and any other security measures that the cult of earth found have set up. So, but the consequence is observers. I'm going to mark that tip that clock twice as a risky consequence. Okay. So with that, Koto has found a path clear through to the North end of Holland as you, as you desired. And now you just need to help the Doctors Beyond Stars set up and start tending to those in need at the site. So, Kodo, you being the eye in the sky, you're the first one to see just how bad things are here in the north end of Hollington. There's almost a, a, a physical demarcation line that you can see from the air where the Cult of Earth founds defenses were limited to there's like a line and north of that, it's a bunch of destroyed buildings. Some of them are still on fire and south of that, it looks like the small sort of like a touristy town that has been converted into a Ford military base that Hollinton is. You can see the small dots of people moving around in that north end, a couple of like vehicles, but there's no real like, rescue effort going on as far as you can tell it seems like the cult of earthbound have largely abandoned the residents of that area to their fate as they are more concerned with security and potential offensives from military forces and the two of you gamble and pops you see this as the convoy begins to pull into the area so what do you all want to do is the side the doctor is with us
1: so gonna walk my mech up to where the the doctor's vehicle is you know i, I assume we're kind of it's obviously dangerous around everywhere is dangerous though but i'm gonna kind of use my little climb down out of my mech and go over to the doctor's vehicle and give a little knock on the doors all right we're here
0: okay so the door opens up that you knocked on and uh Do- Dr Denari Golin is there. Uh he's like in his mid 30s, he has dark skin and blonde dreads with white, pink and pale blue beads uh woven into them. He's got a small slight build. He's probably shorter than all of you unless any of you are notably short. He's probably like 5'2" and he- he's wearing like uh very practical clothes um underneath the uh, The doctor's like coat that he has on, um, and so as he steps down from the vehicle, he says, "Okay, this is about as bad as we were fearing it would be." Really, really, this is it. Y-
1: yes, Just burned out buildings, you know. Yes, uh, people
0: abandoned. Yes, that it's what we were worried about. It's why we wanted to hurry here. Would you please spread out and try and help anyone uh, who's uh, looking for survivors? Uh, There's a lot of these collapsed buildings. There might be people in the rubble, and those fires could spread if not looked after. Um, There there might even be someone trying to lead search parties. If you could possibly find them while we begin to set up a a temporary hospital.
1: Okay, so, okay, yeah, we can go find to people, see if there's anything. I'll put out some buildings, building fires, and we'll just go from there. So all right, we'll do our best to help you all out. What's our timetable looking like?
0: Well it'll probably take us an hour or two to uh get the hospital up to a, a temporary status and then a little bit longer after that to really get it going. But ideally we aren't gonna stay here longer than um sundown because uh frankly we're not supposed to be here and once uh the earth the cult uh returns from their uh, defensive lines they may ask us to leave so we we really need to work quickly okay sounds good
4: i'll go
0: talk to the boys
4: would it be appropriate for me to drop like uh kind of smoke actual visible smoke in the area for the locals to see, or would that attract the wrong kind of attention? And then, and then my other question is, what does it look like for me to actually land?
0: What do you mean? What does it look like for you to land? Like, Like
4: is that a a desperate action or something?
0: Ah, okay. No, that, that honestly won't be a role at all. Unless you're like, unless there's something, you know, narratively interesting about you landing. Like whether if you're, you know, landing under fire or, you know, you're trying to land on an unreasonable spot of land, like a, a, on top of a crumbling building or something, then, then we, you know, see how it goes. As, as for whether or not dropping smoke will be helpful, uh, that'll largely be dependent upon how your role goes for that. Right. Because if you get a good role, then, you know, it draws the the survivors towards towards the hospital. <laughs> you get a bad role and it's going to be drawing the security
1: wrong
2: people. Okay. Yeah.
1: Hey, Koto, be, before you start, uh, I, I know we talked about you signaling people uh, before you start doing that. I'm going to go ahead and start getting into position to start maneuvering some of these buildings out of the way. And that way, if something goes wrong. I can create a distraction.
4: Got it. Uh, I'm going to bring it in and kind of help you guys knock on doors on foot.
1: Okay. So you're not dropping smoke then?
4: Um, there's a lot going on around okay. here.
1: Right. Yeah. So I, I think, I mean, myself and, myself and Gamble, we both have robots that can move some junk around. So... We're going to start, I'm going to start moving buildings. And while I'm doing that, I'm going to be looking for any sort of uh, this. You said, what? what was the wolf pack squad? Like, how are they tied into all this?
0: So they are the current suspects for being responsible for the missile attack on this area because um, they, they were them and the cult were sort of slinging insults over the radio over the last while after there was an explosion at the wolf pack. Gotcha. Uh, base. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, while I'm moving all this stuff, I'm going to be doing any looking for any sort of evidence for what actually happened, because I know that there's lots of wartime reporters and whatnot with, that would pay heavily for this kind of info or vids.
0: Okay. All right. Um, so then here's, here's an important question. Are you more focused on looking for a payday or are you more focused on looking for survivors? Cause those are going to be two different roles. Oh, pay, um, payday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because at this point <laughs> Pops Pops is so jaded towards the war after he was just screwed by the DFS, he's been screwed by all the companies he worked for training people. He knows it's just a machine at this point. So, he's fully invested in I'm he's part of it. So, looking for that payday.
0: Okay. All right, so what do you want to roll to uh seek out that payday?
1: Okay, that is definitely going to be
0: my survey. It's your survey? Okay, so a note about using pilot actions while in a vehicle. Yeah. Frequently, this is a question that comes up in regards to survey, is that you can absolutely, you know, use survey while in your vehicle. But it means, you know, like, rather than using your vehicle's sensors, it's like opening up the cockpit hatch and poking your head out so you can have a look around. Oh, yeah, that's definitely...
1: Remember, I'm a field guy. I like to get in there, you know? Okay. So
0: what does this look like as you uh, start surveying?
1: All right. So I'm going to pull up my mech. I'm going to kind of give uh, this. I'm going to let uh, Gamble and Kodo know. Um, guys, I'm, get, I'm getting out real quick. Make sure nothing happens to my suit while I'm while I'm doing this. I'm going to see if I can get us any intel on what happened here. All right. Okay you what that wasn't very like assuring
3: there like, okay well you didn't even put it in the park it's sitting there in neutral
1: yeah that way i could it's kind of look it's leaning up against that building right there it's not the going building's not
3: structurally sound well it looks
1: okay to me i want to be able to get in and get out like you don't understand. I don't have all those fancy buttons and stuff like you do, man. This is a total <laughs> analog unit. Still, it's
0: not. I'm not flying by wire here, boy. I got hydraulics and everything. Still, like, man. You look inside. Uh, you look inside of Pop's cockpit, and it's like clotheslines on pulleys that he's yeah. like moving <laughs> the arms and legs with.
1: Yeah. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna pop that thing open. A Little steam comes out as it depressurize. I'm gonna. I don't know why it's pressurized on atmosphere, but it is. All right. And so I'm going to go ahead and climb down and start kind of going through, you know, looking
3: around.
1: Yeah. See if I find any see important buildings, you know, missiles that may say like Wolfpack squad. You know, everybody mm-hmm. tags their missiles.
2: Yeah.
0: So that's what I'm doing. Manufacturers are a good indication of where they came from. Um, So this will be a, do you have any tools to help you with searching around any gear that you want to declare? So, okay.
1: Oh, that's okay. This is cool. All right. So I'm going to go ahead.
0: Oh, a note for everyone Um, on your gear lists for both your vehicle and your pilot, the first section above where it says weapons, everything above that is gear that is unique to your playbook. So, for instance, Pops, being a bureaucrat, has fine official documents, a body scanner wand, travel reports, blueprints for a facility or vehicle, and a barricade tape projector for pilot ge- for unique pilot gear. Okay, I,
1: I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and declare that I have blueprints for a facility or a vehicle, and the facility that I'm kind of I've kind of maneuvered myself over to some sort of. Governmental facility that I knew would probably be a target, and I've got blueprints for it.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. So mark that off in your load. Okay. All right. Uh, so that'll give you improved effect because, you know, you, you've got this thing supporting your actions. So this will be a risky standard roll. All right. Survey.
1: So that would be, so that allows me to roll an extra dice then.
0: No, no. Oh. Uh, nor without the blueprints, this would be risky limited, because you're just uh, like okay, sort gotcha. of aimlessly looking around.
1: Okay, gotcha. So I'm gonna roll two dice and I rolled a four and a three. So a four.
0: Okay. So there will be a risky consequence, but you succeed with standard effect. So you're looking around, you're checking out this this government building. Uh what might it be? Maybe it's a courthouse. It's like the the local courthouse for this area uh it's it's been you can tell by initially looking at it that rather than having been blown up it's been like partially collapsed and so you're able to figure out that like something big hit it but obviously didn't explode so whatever missile or shell hit landed here was a dud so Uh, The consequence, the risky consequence, uh, I'm going to split it up into two controlled consequences. The first is that I'm going to mark the observer's clock one more time as uh, people see you poking around in this building, wondering what you're doing, especially since you just got out of this mech, which could clearly uh, maybe be helping sift through the rubble. (laughs) And the other consequence is that for you... Uh, you're like looking through the you're wandering through this building looking for uh, the bomb or missile or whatever, and then you spot it and unfortunately it's under your feet. So you're now in a desperate position as you realize you're standing on top of an unexploded munition that could have destroyed this whole building. Okay.
1: All right. Um, hey, uh, Leon. Yeah. So I found a bomb. Okay, okay. So I know you keep on telling me about how you like explosives (laughs) and stuff like that. Okay. Mm Hmm. All right. Don't do anything brash or or rash. Where in the building? Do you saw that building I just went into? Mm Hmm. Okay. We should be very careful because I am inside of it right now, and I found a big bomb. That is not, it's not exploded yet. Okay. And I need some help.
2: Oh my God.
3: Okay. I'm coming. Because, yeah, yeah, this is not good. I'm going to put my vehicle in park and and then I'm (laughs) going to, I'm going to climb down and very angrily uh, move my way over to the building. Since, you know, once again, our fearless leader is turning into a liability. All right. This is Do you see this thing? Yeah, I see it. It's a bomb. It should I be worried about this? Uh, yes, always, but I mean, it shouldn't be that hard to disarm, I assume. Okay? Well, What do we like? can
1: do I know like who who made this bomb or does yes. Leon know who made the bomb? Well,
0: you got a success on that okay. survey roll. Yeah. So yeah. You can definitely tell uh that it is of uh, jovangelion make so it does come from the empire that doesn't necessarily mean that they were the ones who fired it but it is you know manufactured in uh one of their factories so the church is part of the Jovengelian empire right no they are a separate faction the Jovengelian empire is an autocracy that is at war with amongst other factions the theocracy of the church of the celestial myriad
1: what the why what's what's the Jovengelian empire doing within this so They're the wolf probably.
0: pack are uh, part of the Jovangelion Empire.
1: Oh, my. Oh, my word. This is it's deep. It's deep, Leon.
3: Yeah. OK. Uh, so if I'm going to uh, try to disarm this bomb, uh, would that be an interface? Hold on, Leon. Don't do it yet. Can we take the bomb? For
1: Why? I don't know. Don't you? Yeah. I mean, Kodo, he likes things.
3: Okay, if I disarm <laughs> the bomb, we can, we can safely take, take the bomb Yes. and then rearm it later.
1: <laughs> but then that's the whole reason you don't understand. That's why I don't put my mech in park because then it's in neutral. I can just hop right in. What are we going to do with a disarmed bomb? Oh, okay. We'll,
4: we'll, arm, we'll arm it later.
3: So- we can arm it in the field. <laughs>
1: are you? Make, it. Are you like are you trying to like be like smart or something?
3: Uh okay, I, I'm pretty sure uh, the tier of smarts in this. Uh, we got Kodo up here, and then me, and then um, literally anybody who walks through the door offering us a job, and then mm. you. I mean, I think Pops did ask for help, so why don't you accept the help, Pops? Uh, yeah, yeah, Pops.
1: Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. I mean, that's not how I would do it, but sure. You do what you need to do. You do what you need to do, and we'll take the bomb, disarm it, and then. You better be able to
0: arm it quick when we need it. All right. Okay. So here's the thing. With beam saber, you can use, you, you get to choose which action you roll. But if it is a less suitable action, you will have less, you'll have reduced effect. Now this bomb, uh, I would let you roll interface. Maybe you are like, you know, looking at the computer program that uh, controls the armament but i think that engineer would be a better action to use for this so i'm going to give you limited effect if you choose i'm I'm gonna
4: i'm gonna help i'm gonna help because you know these these guys are my family
3: and uh if they blow up well (laughs) (laughs) I, i imagine it more like we have this whole big thing and then i turn around and actually look at the bomb and i'm like oh this is not me. This is Koto, and then Koto has already come over, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you take care of it, and I'll I'll look like I'm doing it because we can't let we can't let pops know that we're both not totally <laughs> useful. Well,
0: well, here here's the thing. Koto can assist um, your roll if you want to roll interface or action. It's and gonna Kodo cost can, stress. Yeah, it's gonna cost Koto a stress to provide you with one benefit. So maybe he's talking you through it. If, if you want to do it yourself, of course, if you know. Actually,
4: I could, I could just
3: ARN and just point at stuff and tell them what to do. If you're good with taking the stress, I don't want to force I'll you to take, take this. I'll take the stress. I'll take
4: yeah, the all stress. Right.
0: So to, to give you an idea, everyone has nine stress to spend before they uh, suffer consequences from spending stress. Gotcha. Okay. You, you don't die, but you do gain a scar and you are temporarily removed from the mission.
3: All right. So I have two interface.
0: Okay, this and will then... put you at because you're using interface and uh both you and Pops are basically standing on top of this uh this is going to be desperate limited
4: before and, and wait, wait, Pops has plans for the bomb.
0: No, I had... oh, do I? Uh no, you already declared that I your have... plans were for um building. Yes. If you oh, want to, if you want to mark a second set of blueprints to take up more of your load, then I will let you have like a, a portfolio of like munitions to reference. Oh, and if no.
4: you want to, and if you want to give some support without burning stress to save your own life, that oh, might be polite too. This is not.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna take some. I'm gonna. I am all right. I'm gonna. The I am gonna go ahead and declare a piece of gear as um, you know. As Gamble's in there doing all this like computer stuff, I'm going to declare that I have a set of burglary, bur- burglary gear, all right? It's like a bunch of like picks and stuff that are, you know, they may not be like, like applicable to this situation, <laughs> but you know what? Like trying to enter, but you know what? I'm going to like show him that I have these and like, here you <laughs> go, here you go.
4: Here you go. It's like, you you need a flathead screwdriver, but a butter knife will do.
1: Yeah, yeah. that whole situation. (laughs) You've got this like complicated hacking thing in there. And I'm just like, here, here here's some tweezers. And it's just, but you know what? You realize that I'm kind of in my my old age. I'm starting to become endearing. So you really want to save me. So you're extra motivated too.
3: So motivated.
4: So can we get an extra die and an increase effect now?
0: No, only one person can assist on each role. Okay, gotcha. Um, so decide whether it is uh, uh, the the ineffectual burglary gear that is Pop's providing, or the uh, uh, walking through the disarming of a bomb that Koto is providing. That is more relevant to this. Yeah, right. i have a
3: family And
0: I'll say I'll save that burglary gear for another time. Yeah. Okay. So Kodo, mark one stress, um, mark- <laughs> and. And uh, Gamble, you can choose if you want Improved Position, which would take you to a Risky instead of Desperate, Improved Effect, which would move you to Standard, or an Extra Die, and you can still push yourself or ask for a Collateral Die if you want more, uh, more help. Keep
4: it Desperate and take the Extra Die. If
0: right, it's Desperate,
3: you get experience. That is true. All right. So I'm rolling three dice.
0: With Limited Effect at desperate unless you want to push yourself or get a collateral
3: i'm good i'm good at desperate desperate times a five
0: a five okay that is a success but there will be a desperate consequence all right okay what happens is that i am going to tick the observer's clock one more time so it is now full so, uh, because there's, there's two mechs outside the building, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, basically, the efforts that uh, the three of you have been up to and the, the doctors you've finally been spotted by like the various parties here, whether that's the locals and the cult of earth found security. So, people, people are gonna start asking questions that uh, you, you would have preferred to wait to answer if ever, but. You do succeed without blowing up the bomb without anyone losing a leg, but with a limited success. I'm going to say that the bomb is like, because you were using interface, you weren't able to completely disarm it. What you realize in hacking into the like arming mechanism is that this is a cluster munition. So, you know, it's not so much one bomb as it is like two dozen smaller bombs what you're able to do is prevent the munition from splitting open and spilling out all the bomblets. But This thing is like half disarmed. It's not going to open up and spill everything, but you know, there's still, it's still packed full of explosives. So it's not going to go off now, but it's, you know, if someone hits it with a sledgehammer or something, it could still go off. Uh, so
3: this could be the- an asset yeah this is exactly <laughs> what you wanted pops <laughs> yeah
1: nice we got proof i'm gonna take we Got some, we got some pictures some drawings some sketches you know um of who's you know who's behind this this is gonna give us a we'll contact our that reporter that i was telling you that i know they write the like great pieces you guys I remember, oh, I was reading the news earlier, the newspaper. So maybe there's a reporter that I think I know, but all I do is I just read there and I just had this weird parasocial relationship with them.
4: <laughs> so.
0: Okay. Okay. You all think
4: right. you're a follower, not a friend.
0: I know, right? Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, Kodo, uh, from the air, you notice two things. The first is that there's like a small group of um Ragged people, presumably survivors, uh, heading over towards the courthouse where uh, uh, Gamble and Pops are located and dealing with this bomb. Maybe put air quotes around dealing. The other thing that happens at the same time is that you get a radio message. Uh, someone hails you uh, and says, unidentified flyer. This is Senior Kin Larissa Purser of the Cult of Earth. Found. Identify yourself and your intentions. You are in Celestial Myriad Airspace.
4: Oof. Uh. Uh. uh pops. <laughs> <laughs> what do you need? Um, <laughs> somebody wants me to talk to them. <laughs> Just talk to them. Why do you need that me? For? Last time, last time didn't go well. <laughs> well, hold what, on. What do I say? What do I say? What are they asking? Um, they want to know what I'm doing in unidentified airspace. Tell them that. Who are they? Did they give you a call? Did they give uh, a call Larissa sign? something? Whoa. She's 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 from the church. She's from the church. Tell them you're. I don't
1: know what did. Do them doing church things. <laughs> Tell them that you'll leave. Tell them you'll leave. That's it. Tell them you'll leave, but don't really leave. Just kind of hide. <laughs>
4: Okay. A master tactician. So I'm 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 asking for uh uh some assistance. Are you are are you able to help me with yes, assistance? I will Excellent. help you. I'm gonna just that gives me a die. Okay, yeah, yeah. As you're <laughs> as
1: like I'm almost like two I'm like bugged into your call, so I can hear it too, and I'm just gonna like tell you kind of what yeah. to say. It's very awkward we're gonna, we're gonna try to
4: we're gonna try to serono this. So uh I'm going to do a, I think this is a sway.
0: Yep, that sounds right.
4: All right. That gives, That means I have a die. And
0: so uh, this will be risky standard. Risky standard.
4: And if I take another stress, I get another die. Is that it?
0: If, if you push yourself, it's two stress. Assisting oh. is a bit easier. Yeah. So it. I'm assisting
4: you with my tactical genius.
1: Um, run, run, hide. Just like
4: go away and hide. I'm I'm on it. I'm on it. And, uh, could I use gear for this?
0: Yeah. If you've got something in mind that might help with, uh, convincing this, this person that you're not a threat or at least a minimal one.
4: Okay. So, and is this going to be personal gear or vehicle gear?
0: So, uh, when it comes to year, either one can provide you with a uh, benefit, depending, like, as long as it makes sense narratively. So, I, I don't know what you might have that would be convincing of this fact.
4: I might have a hollow projector.
0: Okay, yeah. So, mar- mark off a hollow projector and tell me yeah. how you're making use of it.
4: So, I say, uh, just surveying the damage. My mom, my mom lives here. Uh, I'll leave now.
0: Okay, and what are you using the holo projector for?
4: And the holo projector is going to uh make it look like I am flying away when in reality I'm landing.
0: Yeah, okay, that'll work. All right, so this will be risky standard thanks to your holo projector. You've got two dice I believe between the assist and you pushing yourself. Okay. Let's
4: go ahead and do that. And as long as I don't run out of stress, I'm okay, is that right?
2: Yep,
0: it's only the ninth point that uh, causes issue. Got it. Okay,
4: so we're going to roll 2d6.
0: And I got a four. A four. Okay, so that is a risky consequence, but you do succeed. So I am going to start a clock, an eight tick clock. And this clock is going to be called mash because it is about the doctors setting up their field hospital, the 10 to the people and you all buying them the time to do so, you know, right. you're trying, you're trying you're basically trying to do a fait accompli for uh, for the squad. You know, it's easier to uh, ask for forgiveness and ask for permission, right? That's, that's yep. the general strategy they're going with. So since you got a standard success, I'm going to mark that twice. Um, and once that fills then uh, you're basically free to go or at least free to try and get the doctors out again if you want.
4: Oh, okay.
0: So yeah, but you do get that risky consequence.
4: So what is the consequence? And I can resist it, right?
0: Yes, you can. Okay. So the consequence is going to be... So from a distance, um, one of... uh, You see... The me- you see a mech, a Celestial Myriad mech that is further in town, and it sort of like has this hunched appearance with this like uh, sort of bulky back, uh, and it's got a, a big set of miniguns on each arm, and it's got like these sort of spindly legs for its build. It's it's a very strange looking mech. It's called an Arquebus here, and it's like the Grunt of the celestial myriad and it's approaching you and over the radio uh senior kin larissa purser the one who contacted you she says you are a dangerous aircraft that is unidentified in our airspace you will be gone and she opens fire Clearly, she's not aiming for you. It's like meant to be a warning shot. You did get a success here. But in part because you have obscured where you are going with your hollow projector. And uh, maybe she's not as good a shot as she thinks she is. So she actually hits your mech.
4: Oh, my word. Nah. So we're going to resist all of that.
0: Okay. So I was going to give you a level two damage shot up. But there's two ways you can resist that. Because it's physical harm, you can declare armor if you want, which will cost two vehicle load. Yep. Or the alternative is to spend quirks to resist it.
4: Uh, We're going to spend quick and light
0: and fold up. So may I make a suggestion? Tell me a suggestion. Okay. So since you have those cavalry hard points, right so that's two free load of armor so you can get basically one use of armor for free if you want this would this would be a dis- decent use of that since the alternative is to you know use those two load on a on a weapon but
4: oh, okay armor it is
0: because it would cost you um two quirks to avoid uh this consequence right okay all right so yeah so um there's the you know, your uh, your ship rattles and shakes as a uh, machine gun bullets, you know, bounce off of the side of it. And, you know, your armor can't take much more as you land amongst the destroyed buildings below. Did you?
1: Uh, Hey, uh, Leon, did you hear something?
4: Um, Yeah, that was me. I'm all right.
1: I'm going to start run. I'm running out of this building now. Get that. Hold on. You need me to carry that bomb? Uh, so the, the bomb
3: is
0: like 500 pounds. Neither of you is carrying it.
3: Yeah, the mick has to carry it.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I'm going to run out. Get your mick. So, so Pops, you like run out of the building and almost run smack dab into a crowd of like a dozen people. Hey! Hey there, folks! Yeah, so most of them look really, like, beat up. They're covered in dust. Um, Some of them have torn clothes and, like, minor injuries. Um, Some of them have blood on them, which probably isn't their own. Okay. And one of them is, like, in the lead. And it's uh, this person. uh, They've got, like, chin-length gray hair. Uh, stocky build. They've got pale skin. They're in a like white tank top and blue jeans and a bomber jacket.
1: Real cool and, dude. Uh, you got
0: there, huh? <laughs> Think he's a real and, tough guy. Hey. Eh? And uh, they're probably in their they're like in their late forties. Uh, so I guess maybe around pops' age, if yeah. that's accurate. Yep. Uh, and so they they you like almost run into them, and they walk right up to you, and they like give you a shove, and they say. Who the hell are you?
1: Um, I'm. We're here to give. I'm not here to give you help. There's some doctors out there who are going to give you help, and I brought these doctors here to help you. Your accent. You're not. You're not from Izia, are you? So what if I'm not? I'm gonna over. um, Hey, um, uh, Leon, Nathan, get get, get it. Who are you talking to? Talking to you. Let's just have a conversation. What do you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not from Izia. Okay, but how
0: I'm just get the hell out of here. We don't want any off worlders helping us. Look around, you've helped us enough already. Yeah, this is not you guys should really do something about this. This is it's not looking uh, very... are...
1: Is there swearing allowed on this stream? Yeah, you could you could swear. For hey, you. Oh, yeah. there's the one we get one, we get one. <laughs> um, yo.
0: Wh- it's calm down i i'm i'm gonna leave okay uh you're, you're gonna need to roll something here to uh, uh extricate yourself from this situation after telling these people who just got bombed that they should do something to fix their house <laughs> Yeah, I know, right
1: dude it's getting a little a little annoying there um Can i
3: sneak around this mess and get in my mess
0: <laughs> yeah if you just if you um yeah okay so i think that that's gonna be two separate roles because yeah. uh you know yeah, obviously, you're not assisting each other with this. <laughs> um, no. <Nope. laughs> so uh, we'll we'll handle Pop's role for okay. us to see how oh, how I'm how uh, fast my, he can talk.
1: My consort role. All right, I can talk to people. All right, I spent my life talking to people of high station low station this was just a slip of the tongue i was annoyed by the whole bomb thing i'm a little on edge right now so yeah i'm gonna roll my consort roll to just kind of tell this guy to i mean no harm just relax i'm leaving
0: okay this this is gonna be risky limited unless you've got some gear to uh, try and smooth things over a bit
1: yeah i do actually have I do actually have some gear. You know what I have? I have a bribe. Oh, no, no, no. I got a better idea. I have fine official documents. All right. Okay. I'm actually, I could have just led with this, but I'm actually supposed to be here. These are official survey documents. I'm supposed to be making sure none of these buildings are going to collapse.
0: Okay. I'm helping so, so- these people. <laughs> so a great a great thing about the bureaucrat playbook is that there are other playbooks that have like fine forged documents but you find official documents these are actually legit documents yes. but some at some point before the mission you actually went and got survey permits for <laughs> someone to do do and have a look at hollington
1: yeah all right i'm going to show them these look i should have just led with this i'm making sure none of these buildings are going to fall on you all okay i'm we're going we're to take care of this for you
0: okay uh so this this will be risky standard in that case. All right. Um and do you want to push yourself or get an assist from Gamble? Or uh, I guess Gamble's kind of busy elsewhere yeah, sneaking Gamble's away. No,
1: Gamble's busy right now. Um, <laughs> you know, Kodo's getting shot at. I'm like, I'm this is I'm I gotta do this myself. So do you want to push yourself for too stress or do you want a collateral die? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to
0: push myself for two stress. Okay. And you're going to take an extra die or extra effect.
1: I'm going to take an extra, I'm going to take an extra effect.
0: Okay. So this will be risky. Great. And I'm going to put this towards um, the mash clock. Yeah. Because while you're talking these people down, it's, you know, going to help buy the doctors, the time they need.
1: Okay. Here we go. Roll my two dice. And I got,
0: Ooh, I got a one and a three. Okay, so that's unfortunately a failure with consequence. Yeah, okay. Um, so what happens here? So you like hold up these survey papers uh, to be like, see, I- I'm supposed to be here. And uh, this person slaps the documents out of your hand and punches you in the gut. Oh. And uh, so you're going to take the level two harm. Um, let's go with broken rib. Okay, so level two harm. I'm just going to write broken rib. Ugh. Yeah. And oh, so that gosh. that is going to give you minus one die on any roll where it's relevant, but you can, of course, resist if you want to declare armor or resist through other means by uh, spending stress, potentially.
1: Okay, I'm going to spend some... Sh- no, you know
0: what? I'm going to
1: declare... No, I'm going to spend some stress.
0: Okay, so to resist this... Let's see. What would it be? I think, I think this would be an insight resist because it's a matter of seeing. Like you've you've made your case, and so you got you like tell that uh, it's not working. So you're gonna have to uh, do do something else to avoid getting punched here. Um, So the way that resisting with stress works is that you roll dice equal to your attribute rating, and then you. take stress equal to six minus the highest die. So what's your insight rating? Oh, my insight rating is two. Okay, so you're going to roll 2d6. You're not going to get punched regardless, what re- whatever the result is, but you're going to take stress equal to six minus the highest die. So I'm going to take three stress. Okay, so mark off three stress. Right. You, uh, you see the punch coming and you uh, sidestep it or dodge out of the way. Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm going to dodge out of the way, and I see that these guys are no bueno, and I'm going to just start running towards
0: my mech that is in neutral. Oh, they're between you and your mech. Oh, okay. If you want to run, you're going to be going back into the the building where the bomb is. Uh, I'm going to run back into the building knowing that Leon is coming to get the bomb.
2: Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy Podcast.